Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to report a trade. We have a trade to announce. Tails. Let's go. How about this <laughs> trade that just went down? Wow. Um, okay, so the, the rumor is true. Okay, uh, we just traded you. Okay, we traded you to the Indianapolis Colts. All right. So, um, you okay? No, I'm gonna call my grandmother. You gonna call your grandmother? Okay, this hasn't this hasn't hit the papers or anything like that. Okay, well, what we just do? Why don't we do a little business first? Okay, before you call grandma. Okay. Welcome back in, everybody. Another edition of the 40 Chess Dynasty Football Trade Show coming at you right now. As always, please like, comment, subscribe on the YouTube helps us out, and on the podcast, rate and review. And without further ado, let me kick it over to my main man, the host, the better half of 40 Chess, Adam. How we doing tonight, Adam? You ready to do some trades, buddy? Mike, I'm, I'm doing well, buddy. We're ready to. Of course, we're ready to. Dynasty hey. Trade Show. Week in and week out. Let's see what the good people, Mike, have brought to us. Let's talk about oh it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. We got some trades. We got some trades. And I'm not hammered this time. So we're going to be even better, more coherent. I'm not going to be talking about doing the gritty. Speaking whatever. of, speaking of <laughs> hammered, um, let's take a look at Mike's deal where he just hammered out some value here. What's up? Damian Pierce. He's a hot topic right now, isn't he, Adam? Yeah, Big man. time. Big, Big time. time hot topic. I sent away Damian Pierce. One of my Damian Pierce shares in return got a 25 first and a 23 second. Adam, I know second doesn't seem like much and 25 so far away, but to me, when I made the deal, this is a rebuilding team for me too, so I don't give a shit about production at this point. I'm just looking for value. But 25, even though it's so long away, do you like getting a first and a second for this? I, I do. I I'll say this too. I'm sure the people, you know, whoever's looking at this or listening to this on podcast, you're thinking 25 first, that's so far away. I'll, I'll be honest. I, I, we don't really know how good the 25 class is going to be at this point, right? But I'll say this. The same words were being said last year this time, Mike, when I was acquiring the 24 picks. And right now, we feel really good about the 24 class. And what's certain about even the 25 class, regardless of how the players turn out, is that pick is going to accrue value. To your point, too, in this trade, for you, if you're in a rebuild and we play, this is best ball, right? So you're actually looking to get the points off of your roster. So you're getting a first. For me right now, Damian Pierce at a 23 first is an easy sell candidate. If you need to go get a running back and Damian Pierce is someone you're comfortable with, like he's going to play this year. I'm not sending a 23 first for him, but he's going to put points on the board. But you're also getting the 23 second here, Mike, which I think in best ball is a big thing. You're getting two assets. One is very far away, and I think ultimately you're looking to move off of Damian Pierce at a point where you believe is a good pivot spot. So I'd like to trade for you. I'm not doing this if I was little man 19. I think there's probably some people that say, man, that, that 25 first is so far out. You can recoup the value later. That's how you think. That's fine. For me, I do not want to send a first and a second, even if it's three years out for Damian Pierce. I like my man, little man, if he's watching, which I don't think he does because – he never follows anything that we do uh, as far as principles go. But I've been in a league with him for a while. He's pushed in every year for the last two years and failed to win. And he literally has no more assets on his team. Like, this is this is it. This is all he had left. 
Adam Damian Pierce is by far and away the youngest piece on his team. Youngest piece on his team. I have his 23 picks. I have his 24 picks. And now I got his 25 pick as well. <laughs> so we're just loading up on uh, little man futures. So that, that that's the other piece of this trade that I think doesn't get talked about a lot. When, when, when you and I are looking to do deals like this, right, on the rebuild, when it's a dumpster rebuild, I'm if I'm going to target those later first, I want it from the old crusty team. Now, for, in, in fairness, little man's like, I don't care about that 25 first right now because I'm going to get the money now. Maybe that's the case. But a lot of these older crusty builds, man, think about how much has changed in a few years. We did a podcast about how much changed in five years. Three years from now, if he's really old and crusty, and doesn't make a ton of moves. That 25 first could be a really nice asset. Yeah, it might be the 101. That's uh, I'm pretty sure that the uh, the 24 pick and possibly the 23 pick that I have as well might be the 101. So we're just I don't want to dog him too much, but we're 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 looking all right, buddy. <laughs> I like it, man. I like it. I think I, I think I'm very curious to see what the people think about this one too. I, I'm good, man. Just send them away while you still can. Right, yeah. send them away. Get that first and a second, and it. I don't think you're getting a 23 first in a second. If you can get just a single 23 first, perfect. Yep. But sometimes you got to dig a little deeper, right? You got to go out a little bit farther to get what you want. All yeah. right, Adam. Next deal. This one hurts my soul. It really hurts my soul. We got Zay Jones, Bailey Zappi, and Mac Jones being acquired for a 23 first and a 24 third. Adam, I would say in one quarterback league, I want the pick side because Mac Jones probably ain't worth a first in a one QB league in a super flex league. This is damn right. Downright egregious, buddy. It's downright egregious. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think in best ball, I I don't think it's very close at all. I think in start nine, if that pick is early, like, you know, it's going to be a top three, four pick. I think I could maybe see it outside of that though, Mike, Right, like if it's more mid to late, I think I'd much prefer Mac Jones. I, I do know that you know people project him not to be a much more than a quarterback too, but even still, Mike and Superflex, I, I think that the scarcity of quarterback, um, if that's a late twenty three first, I, I just want Mac Jones. Like I'm, I would need more than that for this. And then I don't know if this trade was made before or after the Lavisca trade, but. Hell, like if we're talking best ball, Mike Zay Jones is a is, is a dart in best ball that I'm fine with, you know, for the third. So like I don't, I think Flairspion, if that's a uh, pick that's got a chance to be a you know top four type pick, I, I see what you're doing. Otherwise, I think sometimes maybe you get a little too cute. I would prefer the Mac Jones side. Yeah, just straight up Mac Jones is the first. I'll take Mac Jones, and, and like you said, unless I knew for certain that's the first half of the draft first if it's there we could have a conversation about it we really could but i'm kind of probably going to lean maybe wrongfully so towards mac jones and the quarterback production i'm not as scared off by some of the stuff coming out of new england with him and matt patricia being the offensive play caller adam but man we're talking super flex leagues quarterback's a tough position to go get like i mean we talk about single first for way worse quarterbacks than Mac Jones sometimes. And, ooh, man, the guy's going in the fourth, fifth round of startups. Young, highly efficient last year, had a good year. I don't, I don't anticipate it getting worse. 
I guess maybe if you buy into the whole Matt Patricia narrative, it gets worse. But I don't know, man. It just seemed egregious to me to that's all you got for quarterback and super flex. I, I would agree with you too. I, I like just on a surface trade, right? Just if I just look at this on the surface, like I prefer Mac over a, a random late 23 first. Mike, let me, let me ask you one more question before we dip out of here. I just want to make sure we cover all the bases with this. Yeah. Let, let's say you're in a rebuild and you're pick hoarding. And this gives you like half. Does that – now, I, I'm not saying it should monumentally change the trade. I'm just asking, does that change at all your thinking on it? No. Okay. No. It doesn't it, it doesn't move the needle all that much for me either. Maybe a little bit, but I think I still would just say I'll take Mac and I still have 523 first, right? Like I don't need that extra piece of leverage there. With what we know right now, what we're operating because this trade was made recently. So this is what we know right now, Adam. Correct. Outside of CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, do you feel comfortable wagering that you're going to get a quarterback better than Mac Jones with a mid-first pick next year? I think the upside of like a Richardson could be higher, but as far as wagering, like knowing today what I know now, I, I'd I think it's much safer that Mac Jones is definitely the quarterback next year. Where listen, I, I love the tantalizing upside of a Richardson or a Levis, right? But I, I think they have to prove still this year before we know that that happens to them going first round, even. And then we're also talking about guys who may not walk into day one starting jobs. So Correct. from a production Correct. standpoint, you're missing out on this entire year. And God knows how much of next year. Right. You're setting yourself back a year and a half. That's that's a lot to give up just to kind of re-roll. Yeah, I, and I think, Mike, you make a good point there with the production. We need to think about that even as great as the 23 picks are. If you're planning to draft the player and put them in your lineup, understand all these guys might take some time to develop, right? It's not that often that you get the Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, absolute smash rookie season i mean hell even mike jonathan taylor as great as he has had a bad rookie season starting off there was panic on him so like understand that from the 23 first pick side i think flares beyond the other thing i would say is i'm okay doing this if you're getting a different plus right like mike if there's a different plus in here i'm, I'm having a different conversation just the single 23 first and a third and 24 i'm good yep yeah it's a hard pass for me man yeah, let's uh let's move on, man. It's uh let's let's talk about another deal here. It's a big one. It's a very big deal. This is a big deal here. We got Travis Etienne, Kadarius Tony, a twenty three third, a twenty four first, and a twenty four second being acquired for Tom Brady, Mike Evans, Derrick Henry, and Hassan Haskins. I look at all these pieces and there's just one that doesn't fit. <laughs> it's Hassan Haskins just kind of stands out like a sore thumb. But what do you think? You want Etienne, Tony? A first, a second, and a third? Or do you want the package of vets? Tom yeah. Brady, Mike Evans, Derek Henry. Yeah, I think there's a few different ways you could break this down, right? So let, if I just start trying to do this one-for-one one type thing, right? I would say that the 24 first for Brady, like if I'm rebuilding, I'm taking a first for Brady. I know that that's going to seem crazy because of how good he is on the production side. But father time is so close to running out on this guy. You got to just take the first, I think, if you're rebuilding. Okay, so then I look. I think I prefer, like I know I prefer ETN over Henry, especially if I'm rebuilding, right? It, the assets are telling you it's a rebuild and a contender push. So I prefer ETN over Henry there. Then I think where you get to the discussion, Mike, is now Evans for Tony in a second. I think on a rebuild I'm still okay with that because of the age. 
Um, I, I think you probably would prefer just a first outright for Evans, but if I'm getting Tony and a second, like that's probably two seconds in value, maybe a little higher, so it's close. Then like I'm I'm taking a third for Haskins. I, I don't I'm taking almost anything for Haskins, right? So I think this is actually a slight win for Castle Black, in my opinion, for the rebuild. But honestly, when I look at the other side too, Mike, like I'm moving off of ETN Tony in a first and twenty four and a second and twenty four, and I'm getting fucking granite, there is some risk here. But a older stud in Henry, an older stud in, in Brady and a, and his guy, you know, to give you the stack with Evans. Like, I, I think this is a well-constructed deal, man. I do. Like, if I'm rebuilding, I like Castle Blackside a lot, but I totally see how the other side appeals to. We don't know what ETN is. We don't want to know what Tony is. I'm getting off picks in 24, and I got three pieces because that fourth piece is garbage, but three pieces that make a good push here. Yeah, it, it's one of the few few deals, it seems like lately, that we've seen that I like for both sides, and it's a clear direction pick for both people, right? There's a There's a rebuild side, and there's a contender side. Now I'm with you, like just looking at it. I like the contender side as well. And that's liking the contender side without being as high on Derrick Henry as a lot of people. Like that's being below consensus on Derrick Henry. Um, my only caveat to the trade was I think it's well constructed for most people. If I'm on the contending side and getting Derrick Henry, there's no way I'm letting you sneak in Hassan Haskins like as a handcuff to me. Like just, oh, here you go. So I'm going to need an extra third so you get the handcuff. Like, no thanks. I'll pass. I'll keep my third. <laughs> like, I'm not doing this bullshit. Yeah, that, that that's clear um, that the contender here was taking Haskins in as a handcuff idea, mentality. And it's clear that the guy on the other side, our patron, knows that we're not really into handcuffing. Um, whether that's, you know, in Dynasty Fantasy Football or at the club, we're good, man. No cuffing. Yeah, no cuffing. No cuffing. All right, Adam. The next one we got up, we got some some preseason darlings, some training camp darlings. We got Romeo Dubs, George Pickens, and Isaiah Likely being acquired for Rashad Bateman and Jeremy Ruckert. Oh, man. We got some people in here. We got a Pickens and we got a Bateman sighting. This is going to get you going, buddy. What do you think you'll feel about this Man, Mike, this is interesting. I saw a lot of chatter in the um, the Dynasty Trade Show channel. I, I know I, I I went like you know what all this talk like we need to have a talk. I, I pinned it to the channel, right? We I need to have a talk it. here. I see it, Mike. Here's the thing. I'm very bullish on Pickens. You know, from the beginning, I was a little higher than some people right after the draft happened. I'm not in on like. If I miss on Romeo Dubs, man, I'm I'm going to be okay with myself. Now, people are in on him for some reason and think that there's this big upside and he could pop. I'm not betting on that. If I miss on that, I'm okay, right? Mike, I think really when I look at this deal, like the Dubs and the Likely and the Rucker, I kind of just remove because they're not needle movers on either player for me. I think this comes down to strictly Pickens and Bateman. Long term, am I going to tell you Pickens can't be an absolute stud? I'm not going to do that. But I think the situation and what I know about the two guys right now, fuck, man, even on a rebuild, I think I want Bateman over Pickens. So I, I, I like Pickens just fine, but I think that sometimes we get a little ahead of ourselves on the upside of Pickens, which I think is great. But let's not ignore that Bateman has the upside but also has the situation today. 
and they're both very similar in age. So I'm taking Bateman here. Evan, I know it's not often you get this, but, man, I, I, I'm with you here, buddy. Give me Rashad Bateman. <laughs> I do love Evan's side of this. I love the Bateman. I'm with you, too. Camp hype's fun, man. I like to talk about it, and it's nice to see George Pickens play well. It's nice to see it, but let's not get over our skis here, right? He's still a rookie. He's still in a offense that has some question marks. Right? How's the quarterback situation going to play out? How's that offensive line going to hold up? What's it really look like with target distribution with Deontay, a guy that we really love there? Chase Claypool is still there. And our boy Pat Fryman is still there. Najee Harris soaking up some targets out of the backfield. Bateman's in like the most clear-cut situation it is. It's him and Mark Andrews, and that is it. No matter what you want to think about Isaiah Likely, cool, had a nice preseason. I'm not really buying into it, Adam. Like, I know you liked him going into the draft process, but there was a lot of things that came out of it when he did athletic testing where you're like, pause. wow, I, I pause. got a lot of pause. I mean, we got yeah. some really bad athletic testing out of a guy whose game was built around being athletic. At least that's what we thought. That's part of the problem. Like, we assumed athleticism, but then it turned out maybe – he looked athletic at a small school and relative to the NFL level, when you did athletic testing, he wasn't that athletic. Yeah. I'm going with the, uh, the Scott Connor approach with the tight ends, right? You got these Raz benchmarks to hit, or you have this 40 benchmark to hit and he hits neither of them. So I'm not interested at all. Like I don't really care what you did in the pre. He comes out and does this in the regular season games, Adam, like the first couple of weeks. Now you, you have my, my attention. Like, all right, maybe I need to throw this bullshit out the window. It just doesn't matter. He's just good at football. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Preseason against backups, third stringers, guys who are cut, guys who are looking for jobs right now. No. Romeo Dubs, nice story. Nice story. But I, one of the big things, I mean, I checked out Charles Charles Chill, right? That's Scott's alter ego, I think. I don't know what it is. But Dynasty and Chill podcast he did with Derek Brown, D-Bro. Listening to it today on the way to work and then on my way to class, electrical class, for you, those of you out, out there wondering, yes, your boy's still in school, some of it. But was checking it out, and one of the things he was talking about was the Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson. We Ray, Ray, and Derek were there at the senior bowl. They got to see both of those guys in person, in practice, against DBs. There wasn't a question who the better wide receiver between Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson was, and now they're on the same team in the NFL. And because Christian Watson's kind of been banged up, it's like giving Romeo Dubs this time to elevate a little bit. Like it's a nice story, man. Maybe it bumps up a little bit, but I'm not getting over my skis. Just kind of like the George Pickens thing or the Isaiah likely thing. This is all like hype trade on one side. And this is what we actually know that Rashad Bateman's good at football and going to perform well this year just by default, just because there's nobody else in that offense to throw the football to other than Mark Andrews. So yeah. Bateman by a mile, yeah. not even close for me. I'm with you. I, I want Bateman here. I think like, like to your point, right? If it's a deep best ball roster, like I got no problem rostering Isaiah likely in that format, but I'm not, he's not moving the needle for me in a trade. And, and I'm, nope. if I was on a shorter, you know, shorter team, like if the rosters are shorter. Let's talk like 20, 5, 28, 30, I'm cutting them, you know? So that's like the reality, I think, for me with likely dubs. Like, I'd probably roster them even when it's, you know, 30 roster spots, but I'm not moving the needle again on a trade like this. This is uh, Rashad Bateman. We can probably move on. 
Adam, even if you put like a, a value on these, right? Romeo Dubs, Isaiah Likely, if we both said there were second round picks, Pickens in two seconds for Rashad Bateman. You, you even thinking about it? I'm having a conversation Maybe. there, but I think I still just would take Bateman. That's me being ultimate bullish on the value of Romeo Tubbs. We, we both, like everybody here, you and I can admit that those guys are not both getting you seconds too, right? Like you said, yes. that's you being bullish. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm with you, buddy. I think this is a Evan smash, buddy. Congrats, man. Nice trade for you, Evan. Uh, I, I think long-term pickings could be fine, but I want, I want Bateman today. I feel it. I feel it. All right, next one we got. T. Higgins and Cam Akers. Being acquired for Drake London, Isaiah Spiller, and a 23 first. Adam, man, you know how much I love Isaiah Spiller. And I like first. I'm going to have a hard time trying to play devil's advocate on this other side. I'm just going to say it. What do you feel about it? I know which well, side you're on. Well, I was going to say, a there, sighting. I there's know a reason you're thinking of playing the devil's advocate side because you know damn well, Ty, you know damn well, audience, everybody listening on podcasts and watching, you know damn well what side I want. Give me – all right, Mike. Break this down, though, before I get to my Cam Akers love. <sighs> T. Higgins, Higgins over, yeah. uh, over London, correct? By, by quite a bit. Okay. Spiller, I think. Well, what what just happened today? Yeah. What just happened let's, today? Let's discuss it real quick. I don't like it, but let's talk about it. Sony Michelle signing with the Chargers. It's interesting that it's a Cam Akers in the deal because people were saying how Sony Michelle was the better back last year when he came back, right? And now all of a sudden we got that <laughs> nonsense mean... going over to the Isaiah Spiller side of this. I. I I'm not out on Spiller like for dynasty long term, but I do think like immediate production wise, this is going to render him pretty tough to see a ton of field time without injuries. And so, he was already struggling with, you know, Larry Roundtree and Joshua Kelly, which, which, yikes. which wouldn't that signal that he was struggling with them because they bring in Sony Michelle is immediately on a plane as soon as uh he gets cut from Miami. Yes. So, yeah. let's be fair. And then now if it's just a random 23 first and I see that Ty's sending away his pick. So with what he's doing, getting T. Higgins and Akers, I'm assuming he's contending. And if that's a late 23 first or Cam Akers, you know damn well I want Cam Akers. I don't know how to defend the other side, buddy. Um, if you want to try, I'll let you do it. I'll mute yeah. off. And then when you're done, I'm going to crap your face. But I will definitely yeah. let you try if you want to. No. Okay, Let's good. move on. I'm I'm already sad just thinking about Isaiah Spiller just not being what I wanted Isaiah but, Spiller to be. I mean, me and you both though. We we had Isaiah so Spiller sad. very high, but here's the thing, Mike. Today is today, right? Like we know today that, is that today. I, you know the what? The ceiling is the roof. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to another deal before I get saying something stupid. All right, we got a 23 first, a 24 first, a 25 first, a 23 second, and a 24 second. Being acquired for Deshaun Watson and Cole Komet. Adam, our boy Koopa Troopa made this deal. He got all these picks, three first and two seconds. He sent away his Deshaun Watson and one Cole Komet. Here's the Deshaun Watson guy. Here's the Cleveland Browns guy. Again, which side do you want here, buddy? Uh, why they got to do this, Mike? You know, I got I to gotta tell you how I – Isaiah Spiller's in trouble. 
Now, now I gotta go against my Browns guy that we don't even get to see play for eleven games. Mike, all right, let, let me start here then. If Deshaun Watson's playing football today, what is what do you have to pay him? What do you have to pay to get him? If he's playing football, like you know, he's kicking off like, next uh, Sunday. Yeah, he's playing yeah. Week One. This is the price. That's if the he's point. Playing week one. If he's playing Week One, you got to pay at least three first for him, right? Or roughly that. I think that's probably the range. Yeah, and because some of these are twenty five and twenty four, and they're pushed out a little bit, like you're gonna have to add a second or two on. To okay. Now here's the wheel. Now here's the thing, right? I'm all about getting a guy, whether it's hurt, and, and you can project long term usage like Watson we project to play for a while still I'm about doing that on a suspension or when he's hurt or whoever regardless of the off the field stuff I think it's just the prudent move if you know he's going to come back and play if there's a discount yeah there's no discount here Mike you're not getting a discount here in my opinion now no if you're saying listen I know for a fact in 12 games he's going to be worth more than this that's fine but you know what else these picks all accrued value too that 23 first while Watson's sitting, your team better be fucking winning. Because guess what, Mike? If that 23 first now is a top six pick, <laughs> what are we talking oh, about boy. now? Right? Yeah. So, yes, and, sir. and then let's just even say, Mike, if I broke this down and you tell me three of these first are going to Watson, two to commit, like I could see the value there and why you would say that if he's playing football. But again, without getting a discount, why am I buying Watson right now if I'm not getting a discount? I get you. I get you. I do like to buy injured players or suspended players but the key word is at a discount man that's what you're talking about that's why i go bargain bin shopping this is why i want to buy antonio gibson he's at a discount i think he's worth more than what market says right now so i will go 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 out and buy as many shares as i can jk dobbins people are losing their minds on jk dobbins again I will go out and see what it takes to acquire him. I'm trying to get him at a discount of where I think he could be. If you're telling me, man, I got to go out and pay two firsts for Antonio Gibson like, right now, why? What? What's the point? There's so many other things I can go that are actually going to be higher. Right. In the case of Deshaun Watson, there are other things I can spend three firsts and two seconds on that are actually going to play. That, that, actually gonna play. That, that I think is probably the biggest criticism here is that regardless if you're uh, – the curb stomper, which I think we're going to have to curb stomp this man <laughs> um, or woman, whoever it is. The curb stomper, like if you're going to spend three, if you're going to spend your entire future, which basically what this is, shy of your 25 yes. second, like I'm going to get something that's giving me points, man. This is your whole future. All this is it. everything sleeper allows you to trade, but the 25 second. <laughs> Probably petitioning to see if we could get like a twenty six. Yeah, wa- watch watch attached in the sleeper chat. Uh, you know, pinned twenty six <laughs> first included. We're gonna pin it, Adam. <laughs> yeah, give me the pick side by landslide. I don't yeah. think it's relatively close. Yeah, I'm with you. Very buddy. interesting. Very yeah. interesting. All right, last deal we got for you: Juju Smith Schuster, Brees Hall, and Sky Moore. Interesting. Two receivers off the same team: Juju, Brees Hall, and Sky Moore. Four. T. Higgins, Michael Pittman, and there's that man again, Romeo Dubs. <laughs> Mama, there goes that man. Adam, what do you feel about this one? R- Romeo's being tossed around, man. Oh, uh, wow. All right, so Ray G style, right? Best player in the deal. I don't care who you are, what your affinity is for receivers or running backs is Breeze Hall. 
For sure. I think the second sure. best are pretty easily T. Higgins and third best Michael Pittman, right? Correct. Yep. Here, here's where I have the problem, though, Mike. Like, like if you're a receiver guy or if you just want a down tier and you have the running back depth, like I could give you going to get those two receivers for Brees Hall. I could do it, especially because if you're if you're worried Brees Hall immediately doesn't produce, he's going to be more of a long term play. Fine. Yeah. But here's the problem, Mike. Now we're looking at Juju and Sky Moore. That as of right now, I mean, we're talking basically, you know, the receiving corpse of KC outside of Travis Kelsey for yeah. Romeo Dubs. Yeah. So then all of a sudden it's like, whoa! I'm way back on fantasy football side here. Um, I want Brees Hall here, man. Like. Because you could also look at this as I'm basically tearing down on two receivers to get Brees Hall for Romeo Dubs. So I'm I'm definitely in on that other side. I was trying to break it down like T. Higgins and Pittman for, let's say, Brees Hall and Sky Moore. Right? I get to upgrade and go from a wide receiver to a running back. So, of course, I got to pay the Priper. Right? I got to go from Michael Pittman down to Sky Moore. Or Juju, whoever the hell you have ranked higher. doesn't really matter to me. But then, literally, that leaves one other guy where you're looking at, like, this dude straight up for Romeo Dubs. Whether it's Juju or Sky Moore, holy Santa Claus shit. I would never do that in a billion years. Oh, that's gotten crazy. But, hey, some people are big, big wide receiver guys. So maybe they look at it like, maybe there's somebody out here who has T. Higgins over Brees Hall. Maybe. I, I don't. I would say maybe you have someone that has them even with, right? Or close. Okay. I so, could see that. Man. And then but then you're paying it, Juju and Sky Moore to go get Pittman. No thanks. No thanks. I guess. I mean, that's like the best way I could be like devil's advocate on this deal, man. Let, let me say I this, guess. too. All right. If I was going to try to give you the devil's advocate like you like you were saying for the Cam Akers one, if I had to do it here, if you had running back depth, start nine. Start nine, Mike. Man, I'd have to be an ultimate contender, but then why the fuck is Romeo Dubs in this deal? Give me something. Get maybe, 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 maybe it's like one of those, you know we've had these where it's like, Damn it, I don't want to pay you this. You got to give me something. Just anything to make me feel a little better about it. And they're like, here, Romeo oh, Dubs dude. is hyped. I'm not saying, I'm trying my hardest to play devil's advocate the other I side. I know. I'm just saying, like, realistically, if it's start nine, Mike, and you have to press the button, do you think that there's a chance that you'd be more comfortable pressing the button on T. Higgins and Michael Pittman every single week if you had running back depth? Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. I just... Man, it, this it's, would be this would really be against the grain for what I want to do. But I guess that's the only way I could try to like make a case for it for the way I play. It is antithetical to everything I do in Dynasty. <laughs> Let's yeah. just be honest about it, buddy. It is. Right. I guess maybe in a bizarro world, or maybe one of these best ball leagues we're doing with the patrons, where like I go off the rails and go like zero RB, all wide receiver strat, just to try something different. Right. But it's. I'm just going to tell you, it sucks. Like, it hurts me to do it. Like, I get the shakes. I got to press the button. No. <laughs> you, you you know I'm not a Juju guy, too. And I think there's a realm of possibility. Juju's a top 24 receiver this year, too. There's a very good realm of possibility that that could happen. Yeah. So. And, and this, like you said, 
this is coming from the anti-Juju guy. I'm the pro-Juju guy. Right. So take his word more than mine. <laughs> well, <laughs> Believe him. I, I think uh, Fantasy Football, if you got the Brees Hall and the two receivers there, I think you're going to feel good about it. Um, listen, I like if, it for you, it, buddy. Yeah, if you, if you prefer the other side, let us know in the comments. Um, let us know in Discord, Twitter, wherever else. If you're not on you know, YouTube, let us know. We want to know what you think about how we graded the deals, what you think about the deals. We're going to keep coming back, bringing these every single week, Mike. You know we will. We definitely will be back every single week. And if you're not already subscribed to the newsletter, what the hell are you doing with your life? Gets tweeted out every Friday. Get your ass in there and sign up. Do it now. I will put the link in the description below on YouTube, and hopefully it'll be in the uh, the notes on your podcast form as well. But if not, check out 4Ds. that comes out on Friday, 4D Chess Podcast. It definitely will be in that show description in there. Get your ass signed up for that newsletter, all kinds of free stuff in there, and make sure you're tapping into everything Destination Debbie is doing. We are going to be doing big things this year. This year, lots of exciting stuff coming at you real soon, so pay attention and stay tuned. But that's going to do it for us. We're going to bounce out of here. Peace. Peace.